Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Don't be disappointed. This is Ross Harrop filling in for Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, and you have turned into the I Work For Him radio show. Uh, We may get a call from Jim. He is up there, as he calls it, the frozen tundra up in Minnesota. And uh, he can confirm wearing his long johns uh, today at the uh, Mall of America, that the high on Sunday as he went to church was three degrees. So, Jim, we look forward to your return this evening, and uh, we're excited to have Andrea Collenberg engineering the show today, taking your calls. And as we enter the I Work For Him zone revolution, it is important that you recognize that I Work For Him is not a program you sign up for. I Work For Him is a movement. That's right, like-minded people that come together for a common purpose. And I Work For Him is about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. That's right, your cubicle, your workplace. Your role in your workplace is not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do and where you do it. God has given that workplace to you as your mission field. And in that workplace, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Uh, we, we are called to go and share the, co- the gospel. That's your calling. That's my calling. The specific details of how you're called is, is going to be different based on your circumstances. But it doesn't matter if you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, or as Jim likes to say, yes, even our used car salesman. Your work matters to God, and he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. So why should you keep listening to the I Work For Him show as you're stuck there in traffic? It's simple. Each day, Jim brings you the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace through interviews and discussions like the great guys that we have here today that I'll introduce in a moment. Today, I come to you not as an expert, but as one guy living my life transparently for others in order to equip you for your workplace ministry. And I have the privilege of serving as one of the area chairman for the C12 group here in Tampa Bay. And uh, we're building great businesses for a greater purpose. And if Jim was here in the studio, he'd uh, share his favorite verse, which is Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's what this show is all about. So welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. You may never be the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him world here um, at WTIS, it is our desire to bring you guests and discussions that will challenge the way you think about your faith and your work. Today we're talking uh, to some special people. We're talking about markets place chaplains. And today we have uh, two friends of mine, Roland Barlow, who's the area team leader at Marcus Place Chaplains in this part of Florida, and Chuck Wasson, one of uh, the uh, 
people that uses Marketplace Chaplains, and he is the president. He's the owner of Wasson Bay Area Insurance, and uh, he's a member of the C12 group that uh, that I work with. And so it's great to have two friends right here in the in the studio today. It's always nice to fill in occasionally for Jim, but it's even better when I can do it with people that uh, that I care about, and uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more about your story. So let's do this. What I'd like to do, Roland, is give us an idea as Jim starts every interview, and say, you know how has Christ made a difference in your life? Just give us that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've talked before. You could go on for hours, but just give us that little little vignette that maybe folks uh, listening on the radio would like to know. Sure. Like thir- thirty-eight years ago, I realized as a Christian that I either needed to get fully surrendered to the Lord or do something different. So I surrendered a willingness to do whatever the Lord would have me to do whenever, wherever. And doing that, I've followed Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths, and he's done that. And so I'm very thankful that I've not had to worry about, am I in God's will? I, I simply begin each day uh, on my knees in prayer and in the Word of God, and he gives that direction on a daily basis. So I'm glad to be able to trust him. But I have to say, I think what the Lord's doing that's most exciting right now, just to put a plug in, I'm a grandfather. Wow. <laughs> so we were able to celebrate Thanksgiving with a couple of toddlers, our son and his wife. They have uh, a little boy named Ezra, who is uh, 21 months old. And then our daughter has a little girl named Lexi, and she's uh, 13 months old. And then our son and his wife have uh, a little girl named Charlotte, who will be three weeks old tomorrow. So that's just fresh, as the Lord has directed in my life and in our family. So thanks for letting me kind of throw that in there. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they're listening, and they uh, and and so uh, we uh, we appreciate that. And uh, so Roland, just. Before I turn go back to Chuck, because he doesn't have any grandkids. He has a, a daughter in college and, and one in high school, and, and he is uh, he is really blessed that uh, that that they stay uh, uh, as yeah. as special daughters of his uh, for They'll many years to soon. come. They'll get there soon enough, so yeah. I'm, I can wait. You're in no hurry. <laughs> yeah. So, how did the Lord take you and lead you to a relationship with Marketplace Chaplains? I was pastoring a church in Gainesville, Georgia, was part of that church ministry for about 23 years, uh, served as the senior pastor for the last 10 of those years, and had filled in other capacities previously. I was looking in the office and the church building at four walls each day. Of course, lots to do, but in the process of that, I'm thinking, how do I touch people's lives Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I began to realize, you know, I knew it, but I began to actively think, people are at work. How do I get into the workplace? So some of the businessmen in our church, I began to interact with them, was invited to be at some of their gatherings at work and so forth. Actually had an opportunity to volunteer for Christian business there in Gainesville that allowed us to do a Friday morning devotional each week. But then I had a friend named Ricardo Vilmes who had just kind of stumbled upon Marketplace Chaplains, and he introduced me to this concept. And so that's been uh, 10 years ago now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And and that is a it's – a, it's why this show exists, mm. is that th- making that bridge from the Sunday morning sermon 
to the Monday morning madness that yeah. that man or woman is facing when they're sitting in the pew. The reality of it all. Chuck Wasson, president, owner of uh, Wasson Bay Area Insurance. And you took over the, the family business um, after the passing of your mom, who was an incredible woman uh, and, and had a heart for the Lord, as did your dad. And But you took it over, and it was like a whole different experience for you now, owning and leading the company that you had followed, uh, watching your mom. And uh, we had the opportunity to get involved through the C12 group, and that uh, about the time that you were really uh, purchasing another company, right? You merged two companies. Right. At the end of 2012, uh, an opportunity came up and uh, to purchase another agency that was going to give me a little bit more avenues and outlets for some of my clients. And it was right about the time. It was uh, It's going to be two years at the end of this month that I purchased that agency. And it was October of 2012 when we first started the local C12 group. Yeah. And, and so one of the things that you started to do was to take a, a hard look at not only what the values were of your mom, but your own personal values for you and your wife, Wendy, as to, to now how do, we, how do we create and steward the company that God had given you? And uh, so maybe just share just for a moment one of those transitional steps for you, uh, as I recall, was going through the process of securing and, and finalizing your vision and your mission statements so that all of these new employees, old company and new, were on the same page. Just kind of well, share. Well, a little bit of background. You know, we were always really involved with our church, um, St. Giles Episcopal in Pinellas Park. We've always been involved. And it's it's a church I grew up in. And so we've always thought of our business as a Christian-run business, but I don't think we were as intentional as we should have been yeah. and as we become. And so it, merging two cultures can be somewhat difficult at times. Right. And it, it, it took a while to merge those two cultures. And while the existing staff that I had kind of knew what our vision was, although it, our vision and mission statement was a little bit different then, the new employees really didn't. So we had to sit down and come up with, you know, what's our vision? You know, what are our, um, our key principles and such, our core values? So we came up with a, a vision statement, which is, or a, a mission statement says, our legacy of service provides security, trust, and protection with our core values of family, because I treated our employees as families, gratitude, because the Lord gave us everything that we've got, uh, faith, security, and trust. And I think as the employees have accepted my way of leading them, uh, I think they're, uh, they're, they're, I wouldn't say buying into it, but kind of following in, in the direction that we're going. So tell us about Marketplace Chaplains. How many businesses are you involved in um, around the world? Okay, certainly. Uh, currently, we're in 633 different businesses. Now, some of those businesses have multiple locations. For example, one of the businesses we serve here in the Tampa Bay area is McKibben Hotel Management, and they have 82 properties across the country. So we're in 46 of the 50 states. We have locations we're serving in Canada, in Mexico, Puerto Rico, uh, the United Kingdom, and we have recently been invited to expand into the Asian Pacific realm. 
meaning the potential is there in even China. There's conversations that are taking place uh, in, in the past few months about possibilities in China. So it's really exciting to see um, that this has grown since 1984 from one man, one chaplain, one business to um, over these 600-plus uh, businesses around the world today. Now, just for clarity, sure. you don't have to be a big business to use marketplace chaplains. That's what's that's what's unique. It's really what brought you and I together. Mm-hmm. And so, tell us about you've got what's the you have a company here that has what six or seven employees. So the, well, uh, in our total ministry, I know that there is a location where there's one employee that wow. we serve. That's wow. the smallest. Wow. And then I know the largest uh, business we serve is Pilgrim's Poultry, and they have over 32,000 employees. Uh, now, that's not all at one location. Those are at multiple locations. Um, here in our area that I have responsibility for, um, we have teams of chaplains that are serving in Tampa, Orlando, Melbourne, Miami, and Fort Myers. So the smallest company, we probably will have two or three people at the smallest location. Uh, We do have one location with 1,000 employees. Now, the thing that makes you a little bit unique from some of the other great offerings, like corporate chaplains, which uh, partner with, love those folks, but your model's a little different. Tell us about that that model and what may, what what you do that's just a little bit different Sure. And I was asked that question earlier today. We do the same thing. We care for people in the workplace and go about it pretty much the same way with one exception. And the exception is that we do bring about a team of chaplains to care for the employees, finding that if there are male employees, we'll have male chaplains available. If there's female employees, we'll have female chaplains available. We try to match language needs. That's a challenge. It's not always a perfect match, but when those language or cultural uh, differences are there, we try try to match that as best we can. So uh, even here in central South Florida, we have people who um, uh, speak Vietnamese uh, because we have um, a a large base of employees at one location. Um, We have a lot of people who speak Spanish. So the real difference is we hire a diverse group of chaplains to build a team to serve an area, believing that truly does make us available 24-7, 365. Uh, I'm one guy. I can't be there for everybody 24-7, 365. Uh, I need to be with my wife sometimes. And those grandkids. (laughs) And and those grandkids, exactly, like we were for Thanksgiving. But the the ability to have a team that truly can respond to crisis when they happen, uh, this makes the difference, I think. So it's it's pretty neat to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chuck, we we talked a little bit about that great word intentionality it's a word that you and i use all the time it's what what are we going to be intentional about with our company right and and i loved your word surrender because that's really where it begins it begins with that concept of surrendering to god understanding it's his company and the decisions we're going to make uh, are going to be decisions that that he is to be pleased with. That'll be honoring to him uh, as we we strive to be righteous and holy. And your your key principles, as uh, as you indicated earlier, are those. Some might call it values. We call it principles because values change. Um, certainly, 
who can't pick up the newspaper any day and seeing how our values are being changed. But your principles are always constant. Chuck, so tell us what that was like for you as a as an individual. It, it's great whatever your mom and whoever she was, but you had to make a decision to be a Christ follower. So how did just just a kind of a just quick snapshot if you will, what that what that's been like for you um, personally. Well, a lot of people talk about when they accepted Christ and when they were born again. And I've, I've not told you this, Ross. I can't remember a time when I didn't believe in God. So I'm trying to think. I don't have that awe-inspiring moment where all of a sudden I accepted Christ. It seems like it's it's always been that way. But I just don't think I wasn't intentional. And I was looking for a way to um, to build up my employees, you know, when I started talking, and I, and I talked, I had a long conversation with you, Ross, about what I could do with my employees, and we had talked about corporate chaplains, and then and then um, marketplace chaplains came up and and spoke with them, and uh, and I think, I, and I really never got pushback like I thought I was going to get, and the, the employees I've accepted them, you know. It, I see them. In fact, one of our chaplains, Sharon, was in the office today, and uh, I walked in, and they really deal with the employees really well. She was visiting with one of my employees, having a nice conversation, and you know, and just they're just. I think they're comforting the employees. Yeah, and and the the fact is, is I see Roland, your folks walk around the office. They're never going to be intrusive. They're always just sort of walking around the peripheral. And uh, it's interesting how the God, how how God will use circumstances, as we know He does, right, and working in people's lives, in their transition and their transformation. And you've had you've had quite a bit of uh, of illness, and uh, um, so and we don't want to betray any confidence and in, in, in anything personal. But how has that been comforting for 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 your folks? And uh, and how has the the experience of one then shared with others, and how was that? Well, I know that um, we have female chaplains and we have the male chaplains, but it's not necessarily. It sometimes it works out with the male chaplain is the better person, and um, you know our chaplain, uh, our male chaplain Glenn, has you know helped some employees after hours and uh, done some things over and above just visiting in the office they've been there as a resource and as a person to rely on um for those crisis situations that we've had and i think the employees that have utilized them um have that comfort level chuck i appreciate that and and again we um you have special employees you have special chaplains roland and so they they do life together don't they Mm -hmm. and 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 in ways that we just you know, we'd love to think that all of our employees are living those just perfect lives, right? But the fact is, we get involved in lots of things, don't you? That I mean, your chaplains are well-trained. Tell us a little bit about that, because they're dealing with uh, it, the guy sitting out there on the bridge right now is saying, yeah, but you don't know what my employees are going through. They're going through, we got people with drug abuse problems or gambling addiction or we've got so-and-so that that is is having uh, an uh, an affair and uh, so tell us about the training tell us how they come alongside and how they they change lives 
And we do look for people who are trained already. So we certainly orientate uh, chaplains who are recruited to serve with Marketplace Chaplains USA. We orientate them to who we are and what we do and how we get to do what we do in the workplace and stay out of trouble. <laughs> but uh, we're bringing people in who have been trained uh, quite often through ministry opportunities, through um, their own local church ministries or college backgrounds. So it's not a set standard of, of training. So it may be one person has a specific bachelor's degree, but we have folks who also have doctorate degrees, and we have people who have master's degrees. Some are professional counselors, some are not. Uh, The ability, I think, that brings the greatest value is the ability of every one of the chaplains to listen, and sometimes people have no one that, that just listens to them, and then has the ability to offer some type of guidance or response. And and sometimes we don't offer that guidance or response if that person is not open to that at that moment. But upon listening, if this individual chaplain has the gifting of the Lord to help in that situation, by all means they do. If not, we refer into our team of chaplains who has a diversity of training and background. If not, we refer into the community where there may be other resources as well. So we're looking for um, what's the real issue that's going on in this person's heart today? How can I best help them or point them to the person to get the greatest help? And Chuck, so in your company, the, the fact is we, we gathered all the staff, told them a little bit about Marketplace Chaplains and what, what the offering was going to be. And uh, about the same time you were, you were uh, opening your new office, we, you had uh, the rector come and, and uh, bless the office. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, your folks were, were really finding out that that, uh, Chuck's a man of his his word and that the employees do come first and and, and that that you were sincere about it and that here is another offering. Nothing being pushed on you, but it's available. I'm holding here a little a little slip of paper because one of the things that that uh, since you arrived that has come about uh our friend connie there on the staff opened uh, created a, a prayer box just something simple that the staff can can drop in there and it just says i'm praying for whatever healing strength comfort they don't have to put their name and then your staff comes together and it's really brought them uh together as well what's interesting um about this is that any company could be uh, certainly open to, to using your services and uh, and be touched as much as as you were and have been, Chuck, with your employees. And uh, so we're gonna we'll get right back into that. But it's time for our book highlight and uh, brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts has been part of the Lago community for the past 29 years, located in the center of the First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Elmerton Road in Largo. Their 2,400-square-foot store is open to the public seven days a week. I have my list, uh, and uh, when I go, go in there, it sort of expands because it is an incredible Store and uh, certainly there, um, it's a place that I have to stop this uh, next week. Or you can go online at shopcaris.com. That's C H A R I S. Okay, so be the first person to call into our studio line, which is eight five five two six five two nine two nine, and Andrea is waiting for your call. 
She's got a T-shirt on, and it says Tinkerbell. And so she's going to make, I think, isn't that, that plays on tonight, right? Peter Pan, that's on, that's on, that live play is on TV tonight. Okay, so call 855-265-2929, and uh, we'll send you a copy of the book that we're highlighting today. And it's compliments of Martha Brangerberg, Karis Christian Books, and Roland, this is a book that you're pretty excited about because the founder of your ministry, Gil Strickland, wrote this book, and it's called simply Chaplain. And so this is a book that you're excited about because it's about the life of a chaplain, the heart of a chaplain. We talked about the intentionality earlier. That's what the book's about. And uh, you said it's a great read. It is. It's an excellent read. Um, was made available at the 30th anniversary celebration on September 11th of this year out in Dallas, Texas. So uh, that was when the first copies uh, rolled out of boxes and we received one. So I'm excited to make that available today. And um, I think anybody that reads it will find it to be an encouragement of God's hand of direction on this one man's life. Okay, so we are. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, you call in on our studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. Are they calling yet? Andrea, you've got, you're, you're getting a call? All right, hey, this is exciting. Remember, read the book, don't wait for the movie. So we don't have someone calling for the book yet, so they could still call in. <laughs> but that we do have the guy with the mucklucks on up there in Minnesota. Is that right? Put him through, Andrea. Hey, Jim. Hey, Ross. Just you're doing an awesome job. I'm thinking maybe I could just retire from radio, and you could just do this show every day. Well, Roland and Chuck have. Um, they want to meet with you when you get back in tonight, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna renegotiate my uh, my fee for the show. And uh, we're thinking maybe. What do you think, Jim? Could we double my fee? That double zero. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could triple your fee. All right, triple. There we go. Hey. We could could triple the fee. Hey, welcome, Roland, to the I Work For Him show. I'm very sorry that I'm not there in the studio with you today, but I'm grateful that you're willing to come and be on there with Ross. And, hey, Chuck, welcome to I Work For Him radio. It's so good to have you in the studio. I can't believe you're there, and I'm not. Hey, (laughs) good to talk to you, Jim. Well, I'm glad I haven't been able to listen to it because I'm sitting, in, you know, at the gate at the airport in Minneapolis. But it is, uh, uh, it's just a privilege to be able to call in. Ross, thank you so much, you and C12 Tampa Bay for uh, taking on the show today. In my absence, I'm just grateful for you, you and your friendship. It's just awesome. Well, it's uh, it was exciting for me, Jim, last week to hear you and your family to be on as I was listening to the show as I was driving around and uh, and and the pride that you must have felt as you had them in the in the studio as they were sharing the the influence that you and Martha have had in their lives but then also their insight into marketplace ministry that had to be it fun. Was a, it was a lot of fun. 
there was so much nervous energy in that room before we went live. I mean, they were, they were giggling. If you listen to the beginning of the show, you can hear me laughing because there is so much laughter in the room, I couldn't control it. It was hilarious. Uh, but we, they calmed on, and it was good. And, and my daughter-in-law, uh, Amelia, said at the end of the show, well, now they've done radio one time. That's a piece of cake. I'm going to do that every day. I'm a professional. So, so it was good. Hey, I just wanted to share with you, you know, the weather has been fantastic here in Minneapolis. You know, I have not gotten sweaty one time the entire week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about what three degrees feels like up there. Well, you know, three degrees wasn't so bad. It was the 20-mile-an-hour wind and three degrees that made it not feel real good on Sunday and Monday. But I got to go sledding with my grandkids. Uh, my cheeks just, you could have chipped them off with an ice pick, though. Uh, but I had brought some warm clothes, and my son-in-law borrowed me some clothes. But it was, uh, it was great being up here. I, I just love being cold. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to coming home. It's been a long week. Well, you and I have a meeting tomorrow morning at 7.30, Business His Way. Um, right. over Business His Way. You know, come on out. We should get some people. You've done advertising for them all day today. Let's get some people to join the group tomorrow morning. And again, Jim, give us just give us that quick snapshot of the individual that should come over to um, West Bay, East Bay there at um, New Life Solutions, the Pregnancy Center, the kind of people that you and I meet with the second Friday of every month. Tell us who you think is just the except ideal candidate. Except for tomorrow, because tomorrow is the first Friday of the month. But oh, yeah. but the, okay, it's normally the second Friday, but because of all the Christmas, and you got a couple of graduations from college, right? i got two kids graduate from college next Friday, so it's kind of a busy day. Um, you know, what we're looking for is those Christian small business owners that, that have maybe, or, and, and leaders, maybe people that have zero employees on up to, you know, just a few employees that there's, they're, they're looking for a, a way to understand how to incorporate their faith into their workplace and uh, need to be in a room with other people that are trying to do the same thing. And, and you know, we try to focus on, you know, just what we try to do with I Work For Him show, the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical. We're trying to give them practical biblical knowledge, uh, practical ways to incorporate it with their employees into their actual business practices and, and trying to show how other people are doing what it's working for them, what's not working for them, and what other people have written about. Yeah, I think it's exciting that what we, we try to do each month is to meet them where they're at. And certainly the C12 group of Tampa Bay, uh, as pa- part of the national movement, is meeting with our executive roundtables with companies that have 10 or more employees. But there is a niche, and you have a heart for this. That's why you have the, the radio program, and uh, it's why you've dedicated your life also to not only having this one group, that uh, meets typically on the second uh, Friday of each, each month. Uh, but we, as we look at leadership, management, communications, and uh, so it's great to have you on the show. And uh, hey, as as a guest, for... and Roland very, very... and Chuck are glad to have you, uh, you know, share the, their time. And, and we need to get back to their story. Yes, we do. I'll let you guys go. Thanks again for doing this, Ross. Thank you to C12 Tampa Bay. Thanks to Chuck Watson and Roland Barlow. Barlow. And listen, Thank you for Marketplace Chaplains and the huge impact they're making in Tampa Bay. You guys have a great day. Oh, you hey, too, John. All right. Miss you, brother. All right. So let's get back to it. And so, Chuck, I remember when I listened to you and we talked about the next step was involving chaplains. Um, and, again, that was really to complement 
you, right? I mean, you you have a heart for the Lord. You've got a heart for your employees. But you, you were looking for somebody that could deal with some of these subjects that you weren't comfortable with. Is That's that- correct. That's correct. And I just didn't really know where that outlet was going to be, you know. Um, and then uh, we talked about the corporate chaplains, and that just really wasn't the perfect fit for us. It wasn't right. a good fit. So, you know, that's about the time I think that you were introduced to uh, marketplace chaplains, right. and you knew that we had had that conversation before, and something that you know I was looking for, and it was a perfect entree in, into our business. Proverbs sixteen twenty four: Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Do you value every member of your business team? The president or general manager may be the leader and the most visible member of the team, but every employee has an important role to play, and every individual is worthy of being valued. Take a few minutes to evaluate each member of your team. Write down one or more of their primary strengths and at least one area in which you are grateful for their contribution. Make a point of telling each person what you appreciate about them and how their efforts enhance the success of the business and your department. Genuine praise brings encouragement to the soul. If you develop a habit of noticing what your employees do well and take time to verbalize your appreciation of their efforts, staff morale will improve and your business team will be strengthened. Proverbs 16:24. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. We want to jump in here and and so I remember Roland, you and John came uh, over, and we were making uh, some just visits to some of the uh, Bonham Dental Arts. Is another one that uh, that got involved with you folks, and and uh, and I remember uh, Chuck share about you. You were wondering, so how much does this cost, well, right? Well, yeah, they made a presentation, and I was you know really open to it all. But the question in the back of my mind was, you know, what is this going to cost me? So they laid the contract down. They said, well, how much do you think this is going to cost? I had no idea what it was going to be. I had nothing to compare it to. And uh, when they showed me what the cost was, and they told me the benefits of you know having a chaplain every week, having a chaplain on call, um, if we had an employee that had a family member out of state and needed someone, that we could make arrangements for having a chaplain in that state visit with them. And then they showed me a cost, and I looked at it, and I said, that's it. That's it? I mean, it was. I remember. I mean, I, they. I think they expected me to think about it. I signed the contract right then. And, I remember it. Yeah, and, you said, "Well, let's do it right yeah, now." There, it was. <laughs> it was pretty much a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's neat, and I think that that your experience is that every company has to make that decision for for themselves. But you're about making presentation proposals. I know you you stopped and visited another one of my uh, favorite people here um, that's in the C12 group uh, earlier today mm-hmm. uh, that has an interest. And so you're willing to do that for for anyone, anybody that sure. were to to call you, contact you, and we'll we'll tell them how to how to do that uh, here. At the end of the show. So um, I think the part that's neat, Chuck, you just unveiled, and that is that it's not just for the people that are in your office, but if their family member or somebody, let's just say they had a, um, a, a son or a daughter that was traveling 
uh, somewhere across the country, and there was, you know, we, we, we hope never happens, but an accident of some kind, then, uh, then y- your, your team is available 24-7, right? That is correct. And to think, in 1984, there was one chaplain, and today there's over 2,800 chaplains across the country in 46 of the 50 states. So we may not have a chaplain in every city and every location, but it's been pretty rare that we have not been able to find somebody within reasonable driving distance to make that connection in the event of a crisis. It can be anything from an employee that we may serve here in this area that maybe they're originally from, uh, where's Jim at, Minnesota? (laughs) Maybe they're originally from Minnesota. Then we'll call our our chaplain leadership in Minnesota and uh, see which chaplain is the best fit to make that hospital visit or funeral home visit, whatever the case may be. Networking is a great thing. Yeah, and, and, and again, these are people that have been called to this ministry mm-hmm. just as you were. You you were up in Gainesville, right? Were you a Gator fan? No, this was Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, Gainesville, Georgia. So I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. Oh, oh man. We have, we <laughs> have, next uh, to right, I, just, we have just, I just said that on the radio. Uh, oh, my <laughs> goodness. And Chuck being, I mean, his he's got the orange and blue in his office uh, for the yeah. Gators. So, they okay, now I've created all sorts of, uh, of crisis here. In fact, Chuck, come back in. Come on. Come back. Oh, no, they right. beat us this right. year. Don't so leave the studio. Okay, so, uh, you know, that's one of those add-ons. Isn't it? And I and I love the fact that you were telling us about there are times in some of your operations, you've got some factories you have where different languages, uh, English could be a second language, and and uh, you then work to identify a chaplain that that speaks their language to meet their needs. Correct. And it is amazing what that does for the employee to know that the business leader that they work for cared enough to find somebody that speaks their language and understands their background to just offer care for them. Uh, they come out of their shell when they're provided that care. Yeah, I, I, I've been amazed at the kind of things that go on in, and I think we've got some great companies within our C12 group family, uh, and, and yet there are, some, there are just some life-altering mm-hmm. challenges and uh, that your folks get involved in and uh and i appreciate that and i know chuck uh, appreciates that as well so let me ask this um as you're looking as you, for more companies to get involved and in to use your ministry so that that call that you once heard about what's happening on monday morning after you preach that great sermon on sunday and meeting people where they're at. So you're looking for more companies to, to use your services. How do they get in touch with you? Sure. One of the simplest ways is is our website. It will not connect them directly to me, but it's a little easier than my name right. to remember. And it is simply mchapusa.com. So that's M C H A P. USA.com. And there, if you're interested in chaplain service, you can learn a little bit about that at our website, but also make the connection with someone who will then put you in contact with me in this area. Or you can certainly give me a call at any time. Uh, and my email address is roland.barlow uh, at mchapusa.com. So a little easier just to go to the website probably at the end of the day. 
and Barlow has an E. Barlow at the has end, an E at, at, the end. at the end. That's okay. correct. All right. So we'll, we'll give that to them one more time uh, here at the end. All right. So tell us also, are you looking for chaplains to, to join you? We, we do. Of course, the, the chaplains whom we would recruit uh, is directly proportionate to the demand of businesses that we're serving. So I'm not actively looking for a new chaplain right now here in the Tampa Bay area, but if uh, we have uh, growth that would demand that, then we would certainly be looking to recruit chaplains. And quite often we uh, are directly recruiting through local church ministries to be able to find those fits. And so certainly it's all about the Lord speaking to an individual for mm-hmm. this kind of a ministry opportunity. And so you're always uh, excited to sit down with somebody and to have that conversation, whether it's to be tomorrow or a, a year from now as somebody is moving out of one um, perhaps career into looking for another. Absolutely correct. Uh, never pass up an opportunity if someone reaches out to us with an interest, then we're going to provide them with some basic information and then talk about what may be going on or what we might see coming in the near future and, and uh, work accordingly. Yeah. And, and your people, if you had to have one skill, what would you say? Obviously, it's the love of the Lord. What would be the one skill that goes along with that? Listen. Yeah. I, I just and there there are people that just need to share, don't they? They uh, mm-hmm. and you've got you have employees that that uh, just want to share with people, and uh, so that's and one of the things I love, Ross, is being able to see a person hear themselves talking <laughs> because someone is now listening to them, right. and they hear themselves answer their issues, and they hear themselves come up with the own answers. And, and the chaplain then is simply there to confirm and affirm and come alongside and encourage them. Chuck, if you had one thing to speak to the owner, large or small company, uh, and, and, and a word of encouragement why they should sit down, first of all, Roland and, and his team will never sell anything. All they're doing is making an offering of, of God's services. What would be that one one encouragement? The one encouragement would be is, you know, show that you love your employees, that you care about your employees. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people uh, call their employees families, but then they treat them lousy. Yeah. You know, show that you care to your employees. It's it's really for them. It's really for them. Yeah. And, uh, and I know, walking alongside you, Chuck, uh, through the C12 group experience, that you do love your families. And we can talk about certain companies will say we treat the, our, our employees like their family. No, in your case, they are your family. And uh, that's pretty neat. Hey, Andrea, thanks for, for helping us out today. Uh, on tomorrow night's show, I work for him. Jim's going to be back in studio, all right, thawed out, and, and uh, uh, he's going to have on the show David Yates. He's the executive director of the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, and uh, they'll be talking about the Dolphin Tail movies, all right, not only one, but uh, both. So uh, we keep talking about Christ followers on this show. Are you a Christ follower? Have you come to a place in where in your life where you realize you need a Savior? Well, our partners have. People like Eric Most with Most Insurance, Most.com. 
and Jim Beyer, your Good Faith Loan Officer with GoodFaithFL.com. They're uh, strategic partners like the Christian Chamber of Commerce. You can contact them at c3tb.org and uh, C12 Tampa Bay for uh, uh, hosting the, the show uh, through me today. And uh, again, businesshisway.us. Look at their, uh, their site. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.